Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, your life connection to the information for a healthy body, an enlightened mind, and a renewed spirit. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to We Get Results. It's Tuesday, November 26, 2019, and I'm your host, Mary Singer Albertson. This program airs on the fourth Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m. Eastern and is archived for later listening. If you haven't joined me before, the purpose of my program is to discuss challenges we are facing in the U.S. and globally and connect listeners to ways they can make a difference. We are the ones we've been waiting for. There's no one else coming. It's our turn. We need to be the change we want to see in the world, be an advocate for people who have no voice. And one of the best ways I've found for one person to make a difference is taking action through the Results Organization. Results is a volunteer citizens lobby meeting with members of the U.S. Congress to create the political will to end hunger and poverty in the U.S. and globally. Check it out at www.results.org. Don't stop with online activism. You can sign petitions, things like that, but we need to go deeper. Find an organization that works on issues that you are passionate about and needs you. So today's focus is going to be on HIV AIDS and World AIDS Day coming up on December 1st. Detroit is having a program on Monday, December 2nd. And my guest today, Royale Theus, will tell us more about that and what is happening in the Detroit area for those who are living with HIV AIDS. Royale is co-chair of World AIDS Day Detroit. And here's a little bit about him. He is the Senior Early Intervention Specialist in Counseling and Testing Coordinator slash Lab Director at Matrix Human Services. Has over 18 years in the public health field, providing HIV prevention and education tools and resources to at-risk populations. Um, Royale managed the prevention team in HIV counseling testing and prevention outreach efforts at local bars and group facilitations for 12 years before shifting his focus to HIV care. For the past two and a half years, Royale has ensured Matrix Early Intervention Services that their program runs effectively. His efforts aided the program in meeting and consistently exceeding agency objectives. Royale attained a degree in human services at the University of Phoenix, graduating with honors in June 2014. In June 2018, he attained his Master's of Business Administration degree. Royale's passion is working with minority adolescents. Daily, Royale strives to make a difference in the area of HIV-AIDS prevention. His thirst for knowledge and level of dedication is superior. Wow, that's quite a... Quite a list. Hey, Royale, are you there? Oh, excuse me. Wait a minute. <laughs> you can't be there if we don't put your microphone on. Okay. Okay. Now are you there? Yes, I am. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Sorry about that. Great. Um, That's okay. Anyway, well, thanks. Thank you for joining us, uh, joining me today. It really sounds like you've done some great work around HIV and AIDS. And, um, I'm sure you're very busy right now working on the um, World AIDS Day Detroit program, which I'll have you tell us about in a little bit. And um, I've been there several times. There's been great information, lots to do. 
and um, it's coming up next Monday. So anyway, if we want you to tell us a little bit about what's happening in Detroit and what's what's happening with HIV AIDS so um, and worldwide too. So how about uh, first, how many people worldwide are currently living with HIV AIDS? Do you have that? Well, first. Yes, first, Mary, let me thank you for having us on and allowing us to uh, share some information regarding uh, HIV AIDS in Michigan, Detroit, and also uh, talk about the World AIDS Day event coming up. We really appreciate your support. Oh, thank you for being here. Worldwide, there are 37.9 million people are currently living with HIV or AIDS. Oh, wow. That's a lot of people. What about uh, yes. living with HIV in Michigan? How many have we got? 16,000 people are currently living with HIV in Michigan. Hmm. And as far as our area in Detroit, how does it rank in the state's HIV uh, cases, and especially in Wayne and Oakland counties? Uh, Detroit makes up third of the state's HIV cases. In Wayne County, okay. um, there's approximately... 6,600 cases of HIV Mm -hmm. and about 1,600 uh, cases of HIV in Oakland County. Okay. Um, How about in actually in Detroit? Approximately 7,000 people are living with HIV in Detroit. And if we Mm -hmm. break that down, it's something like 71%, uh, I'm sorry, 7.1% black, 4.0% are Hispanic, 14.7% are white, uh, and of that, 76.5% are males, and 23.5% are females. Okay. Does it does it look like things are getting better? Are the statistics getting better now? Because there's a lot more that, that we can do than the they used to be. The statistics are getting better. Yeah, Mary, the statistics are getting better. However, MSM, and especially African-American MSM or male, men who have sex with men, are still disproportionately affected by HIV and AIDS. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the biggest stride today is that the treatment for uh, HIV um, has become much more tolerable. Um, It's easier Mm -hmm. to take, and it's allowing individuals to live a very healthy and normal life as long as they are uh, adherent to the Mm -hmm. uh, prescription of the medication. Yeah, I saw someone, and I'm trying to think who it was. It was, oh, I, I didn't really know him, but um, someone was on the Late Late Show the other night who had HIV, and he said, you know, it's just it's not a death sentence the way it used to be. You know, he feels like he was doing really well and um, didn't feel like it was, you know, affecting him all that much compared to what it was, you know, 20 years ago Absolutely. or whatever, maybe. Yeah. Absolutely, and that's why we themed our – our event this year, Thriving in the D, because the mm. majority of those living with HIV and or AIDS and those that are in treatment uh, on uh, medication and maintaining their medical care, they are thriving. Uh, historically, individuals were taking a cocktail of medications, which could be up into the teens, and it still wasn't making them feel any better. They were actually feeling sicker from the treatment. But today, mm. there are... Uh, almost no symptoms for the medicines that are are being prescribed now. Um, And if there are symptoms, they're very minimal. Maybe it's a little nausea or things like that until the medicine gets into the system. But definitely a big difference from the medicine that was prescribed many years ago. Yeah. Um, Does it 
seem like everybody who needs it is able to get it as far as being able to afford it, or how does that work? Well, insurance is still, you know, something that needs to be worked on uh, and streamlined, especially to those in areas of uh, maybe poverty or uh, areas where there are a lack of resources or resources that not, are not readily available. Um, mm-hmm. there, there are agencies such as Matrix Human Services uh, that provide Ryan White funds that uh, aid in mm-hmm. one going to a medical professional and also receiving uh, their medication uh, when prescribed. Mm-hmm. So services such as those um, are really uh, what's helping the community to continue to thrive. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's some people that don't know about Ryan White, I know his mom, Jeannie White Ginner. Kinder, I think her name is now, um, Regina yes. White, um, has been at your World AIDS Day several times, and I've met with her and talked to her, and, and she's a wonderful person. But in case, just maybe some really quick thing about uh, Ryan White, why there's names well, named after him. Yes, well, Ryan White um, was a young uh, male who, um, I think in the early 90s, mid to early 90s, mm-hmm. Um, got a blood transfusion, and from that tr- blood transfusion, uh, acquired HIV. Um, he was shunned in his community. He was shunned at school uh, because there was a lack of knowledge. Uh, this was during the onset of HIV when most people who were diagnosed uh, weren't living very long, um, and there was still mm-hmm. a lot of concern and um, questions about what HIV was and how it was transmitted and one can be infected. So as a young boy, he experienced um, a lot of uh, turmoil uh, for something that had nothing really to do with him. You know, he was going in for um, blood work because I believe he was uh, anemic. Um, yeah, I, I believe know, he was. Yeah, hemophiliac. Hem- hemophiliac. Hem- yes. Hemophiliac yes, he was because hem- your blood doesn't clot. I think. Right? There you go. Yes. Um, correct. So yeah. So, so there um, She's done. His mother's done a lot of work. Absolutely, and those funds that are being raised and through the Elton John Foundation have uh, supported uh, across the world many individuals in uh, getting and maintaining their HIV care and their uh, medications. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as, like, World AIDS Day is concerned, because that's coming up yes. next Monday, Yes. Um, <clears throat> why do you think that is so important? Well, World AIDS Day is important because it reminds the public and the government that HIV has not gone away. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still a viable need to raise money, increase awareness and education, and just fight the pre- prejudice and improve access to care. Uh, these things have not gone away over the past 30, 35 years, um, even though the yeah. medication and treatment is better. And how long has World AIDS Day events been happening? Is that how long about? Well, since 1988, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, World AIDS is the first ever global health day, and it was designated on December 1st in 1988. And it was just an opportunity for people worldwide to unite in the fight against HIV, to show support for people living with HIV, and to commemorate those who have died uh, from an AIDS-related illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if people want to come to your event next Monday, um, I see there's a place to register. I think it's free, is it? Yes, the event is free. And those interested in attending uh, 
they can, if they have access to the Internet, register via Eventbrite, uh, the keywords. Uh, it's World AIDS Day Detroit. So that's Eventbrite, and keywords are World AIDS Day Detroit. Um, so go on there and mm-hmm. register. And if for whatever reason they don't have access or can't register via Eventbrite, uh, they're more than welcome to just join join us at the event, which is at 3434 yeah. Russell Street in Detroit, uh, and it's right next door to the Milano Bakery. Okay. Um, and what's the time? Uh, 10, p- 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. And uh, can you tell us a little about what's going to happen there then? Oh, I'm excited about this event. We've put a lot of work into it over the year, uh, planning. Uh, we have uh, a nurse practitioner coming. Um, her office is in Waterford on our community uh, health center. Her name is Michelle Thomas, and she'll be speaking on the evolution of HIV treatment. We have a representative mm-hmm. from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, Mr. Dennis Flair, uh, speaking on ending the epidemic. Uh, we have a couple of spoken words uh, that will be uh, a part of the event. A community member will share their story. Uh, pre and post uh, HIV. We have a comedy set and also a couple of live entertainment sets as well. So we have a packed cool. schedule, but we're anticipating a great day full of, you know, commemoration, but also some fun times. Yeah. And you said you have some organizations that are tabling too. I know we've done that before with results. And um, so there'll be different organizations you can get information on also, right? Absolutely. We have approximately 15 uh, organizations, uh, pharmaceutical companies, and community uh, uh, representatives there with information available. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, is there a way to for people to get like lunch somewhere, or how is that going to go? Oh, did I, I I forgot to, to to announce the biggest part that there's free breakfast and there will be Whoa. free lunch available for those in attendance to the event. Wow. That's awesome. That is very important. Not quite as important yes. as the cause, but <laughs> but people do want to Food know is that always good. Yeah. aren't Absolutely. familiar with it too much. Um, well, that sounds great. I um, I hope to be there, um, and I hope to be able to just sort of hand out some pamphlets and talk to people about results because, you know, we are working on uh, things to do with HIV. AIDS and TB and malaria, which are all the diseases of poverty, and we work to try to end hunger and the worst aspects of poverty. So I hope that we'll be able to do that and see if people are interested in uh, coming with us to go meet with Absolutely. Congress, meet with the U.S. Congress. Some of our, some of our uh, favorite people we meet with the most are Brenda Lawrence and um, Debbie Dingle and, and Gary Peters and Debbie Stabenow and and now my new congresswoman, Haley Stevens, and there's a, a lot more also. Um, and um, so um, we, you know, go and meet with them when they're in the district. And then we also have an international conference at, in D.C. in the summer where we go meet with them. Um, Rashida Tlaib is the other one in Detroit besides Brenda Lawrence. And I've got some great news about what Brenda Lawrence did that I'll go into in, in, in a little bit um, because she, I'll just tell you a little bit. She went to France to the to the uh, H to the um, um, Global Fund to Fight AIDS, TB, and Malaria Replenishment Conference and lobbied people like President Macron of France, Bill Gates, 
and they, oh, I can't help telling you, I'm telling you. Um, and they came up with the billions of dollars uh, pledge that they need to keep the global fund going around the world to save another 16 million lives worldwide. So we oh are goodness. very proud. Bravo to Brenda Lawrence, if anybody sees her. Bravo. I'm hoping she'll come to the World AIDS Day, and maybe we can thank her there if she if she can come if she's amazing. in town. Yeah. yeah, so that's good. And um, that's great the other news. thing was, yeah. Oh, and I'm so excited because, you know, the results people told me, they said she really made a difference. The four, two Republicans, two Democrats, uh, U.S. Congress people from the House were up on the stage and talking about all this. And, oh, I'm telling the whole thing right now. But anyway, <laughs> the um, I'm so excited about it. Up until even 20 minutes before the close of when you'd put in your pledges, people increased their pledges. And President Macron wow. of France and Bill Gates and others up till 20 minutes before increased their pledges for the Global Fund, and they, they got enough money for their minimum amount they need to try to save another 16 million lives. So I've talked to her since. I'm hoping uh, to talk to her again. And, um, you know, I really appreciate everything she does. You know, we know her almost the best, and she's almost always there for us, even even the summer, they were, we were going to have a meeting, and they said, "Oh, she's so busy that day. I don't think she can't she can't come." And we got there, and there she was. And I said, "Oh my gosh, you're here!" And when I saw her a couple of weeks ago, actually at her birthday party that I went to, um, I said, "You're always there for us, even when they said you're too busy. You still showed up." And mm-hmm. she said, "Well, that's that's because you mean so much to me." And she just is. She wants to help everyone that needs a hand up, and I hope. She continues to be, you know, our congressperson in Detroit for a long time. Absolutely. So anyway, I'll stop Absolutely. on that. And I will ask you a little bit more. Could you tell us a little bit more about the services that your organization, Matrix Human Services, offers? Oh, yes. So we uh, start ourselves in providing um, those who are newly diagnosed and lost to care, getting them into care and helping them maintain that care. So breaking down... Uh, barriers uh, such as mental health, substance abuse, uh, lack of insurance, lack of transportation, um, and just helping them uh, see the light at the end of the tunnel, if you will, uh, in maintaining their care. Um, Mm -hmm. We also provide counseling and testing for HIV and refer out to uh, medical professionals for PrEP, uh, pre-exposure, prophylaxis for those uh, individuals who are negative. Uh-huh. And um, why don't you tell people where you're located and how people could get a hold of you if they uh, want to reach your organization? Absolutely. We're in Ferndale. Our address is 429 Livernois. We're one block north of 8 Mile on Livernois. Um, and our phone number where we can be reached is 877-931-3222. Okay, and um, like, do you know about how many people like you are servicing now, or through the year, or anything, or how, what that's like, or no? Thousands. Um, we have service, uh-huh. uh, and I don't want to, I don't want to misquote. Uh, last year, we served, uh, enrolled at least 500 people uh, into case management services. Um, approximately 100 individuals into early intervention. Uh, services, which is for those who are newly diagnosed and lost to care, getting them back into care. 
Um, we have an mm-hmm. out, uh, in-home therapy uh, in, uh, um, for patients who are homebound, uh, so we provide services to them. So a countless number of individuals have um, maintained and uh, service from Matrix Human Services. Mm-hmm. Do you did you say you do have um, a program that delivers food to people or no? Um, well, we don't have a specific somewhere? program. Yep. No, we don't have a specific program that delivers food, or we we don't have okay. a pantry for our department. But we do provide food during the holidays uh, through Meals on Wheels. Oh. Um, we also uh, connect with an organization. Uh, in Port Town, Health Emergency Lifeline Programs, and they provide uh, food vouchers and also food boxes uh, to clients that we refer to them. Mm. Well, that's good. I know yes. a lot of stuff happening in, in our, domestic, our domestic work with results right now is trying to protect SNAP food stamps because it's coming up where the administration wants to cut it again. It happens all the time. Absolutely. And there are so many people that need SNAP and count on it and lose their job or their home. And, and, um, you know, sometimes people say, well, you know, they're probably on it forever. No, kind of the average time on SNAP is something like eight months. It's sort of like a hand up for people that have a, um, a, a block where they aren't, you know, don't, aren't getting what they need. And um, so we work on trying to protect SNAP um, and Medicaid and um, EITC and child tax credits, but sometimes the people, the taxes put them into poverty. So we work on that also. So anyway, yeah, I know you important. need to get going. Yeah. So anybody that thinks that that's interesting to them and wants more information, you know, email me at malbertson05 at aol.com. Um, or Facebook me at Mary Singer Albertson. And like I said, we have a, a group that meets uh, in the Detroit area and in the Ann Arbor area. And, uh, you know, if you'd like to come with us or if you're experiencing some types of poverty and you'd like to tell uh, your member of Congress about it, uh, come with us because they like to see people who have a story and can tell them what's happening. So, so anyway, is there anything that you want to leave us with Um Royal, or are you um, upset? Well, I just want to remind people that um, World AIDS Day is, you know, dedicated to raising awareness of the AIDS pandemic caused by the spread of HIV. Um, And it's also a time for us to come together and just show support for those living with uh, HIV or AIDS and the allies, the many allies that support uh, the effort. Uh, It's just a day for us to, you know, commemorate the the lives of those who are no longer with us and support those who are still living. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a great event, and we would like people to just come out and enjoy the day, the free food um, yeah. and the entertainment and, and the day that we have set. Now, I know in the past they've had the um, AIDS quilt or one of the AIDS yes. quilts. I don't know how many. Will you be having any this year or no? No, we won't be having it this year. Um, okay. We waited too late to, to request some pieces. Um, but, yeah. The AIDS quilt is also very important and, yeah. and a strong fixture in World AIDS Day. Yeah, you can go online and see that anyway. And um, so I appreciate you being with me today, Rael, and um, hopefully I'll see you Monday. And I hope that there will be very many people that realize how important this is and need to come and find out all about it and maybe what they can do. And um, 
So thanks again. I really appreciate you. And thank you again, and look forward to seeing you on Monday. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, that was very helpful, and um, I hope many people will will get down to Detroit to um, go to World AIDS Day. Um, I'm just looking to see if I actually didn't mean to say the whole thing about Congresswoman Lawrence, but I love Congresswoman Lawrence. Um, And she does so much for us. Uh, She works on so many things that we ask Congress to do. And so I'm just looking now to see if I had any other information I wanted to give you. I do, I do. Um, I want to tell you a little bit more about uh, what what results does globally because it has to do with the Global Fund to Fight AIDS, TB, and Malaria. It's been saving lives for two decades, has saved 27 million lives. It has a plan to support countries to save 16 million more lives in the next three years. It needed $14 billion to get back on track toward ending these epidemics. And in October, donors to the Global Fund gathered in France for a funding replenishment conference. As the Global Fund's biggest donor, the U.S. leadership was essential to the Global Fund reaching its funding goal. Uh, For the U.S. for one year was, no, excuse me, for the U.S. for the three years was $4.68 billion. For every $1 from the U.S., we leveraged $2 from other donors to fight these diseases of poverty. And the great news, which I already said, is that the Global Fund reached its goal of $14 billion minimum target. We're especially thankful for the four bipartisan members of Congress who went to France and lobbied for countries to increase their pledges. And we say bravo to our Detroit Congresswoman, Brenda Lawrence, who lobbied President Macron of France, Bill Gates, and more, and many more. Um, like I said, at the last moment, even... Even 20 minutes before the deadline, uh, people increased their pledges. And um, so we're really excited about that. Um, looks like we could save 16 million lives worldwide from HCB malaria and cut the death toll in half. So that's our part that we work on with results for uh, HIV AIDS. And just to let you know what we do domestically and see if you're interested either in domestic or global issues, you can come and join us to meet with Congress. Um, domestically, I think I already said that too, we uh, want to protect SNAP, food stamps, Medicaid, EITC, and child tax credits. We're also focused on affordable housing. There's affordable housing crisis in America. Only one in four people are eligible, who are eligible for affordable housing can find it right now. Only one in four. So join me to meet with Congress and end hunger and the diseases of poverty. And like I said, for more information, email me at malbertson05 at aol.com. And make sure you go check out results and the successes that we've had in just about 40 years, when it used to be about 41,000 children dying every day of preventable disease and starvation. And now UNICEF says, I believe, around 16,000 every day, which is still terrible, but much different than 41,000. So anyway, um, so I hope you'll meet with us sometime and uh, let me know if you want more information. 